listening to It Matters with Kelly Kors on AM 1240 and 95.3 FM WJON. 1115, Kelly Showstrom joining us. com is her website, and she is somebody who loves to help you get out of debt. It's like her passion. She now does it uh, uh, with us every single week here. We talk about spending. We talk about money. Kelly, thanks for being here with us today. How are you? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing great today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, this is going to be interesting. We're usually talking about saving and making that budget so you don't get in trouble later on. But today you're going to be talking a little bit about let's get some of that debt paid off, even if you don't necessarily have a budget. That sounds uh, very inspiring for a lot of people, I'm sure. I know, Kelly, because if you listen to us weekly or if you listen to the podcast, we talk about a budget every week and sometimes it's on purpose and sometimes it just accidentally gets brought up because I love a budget and I truly think it is a game changer. But I understand that not everyone is there yet, right? Or it's a little bit stressful to manage all of those categories and to worry about overspending on, you know, all the different areas of our life. And so I wanted to connect today and just give you a little bit of ideas and some insight into you can still pay off your debt or whatever goal you're chasing that family vacation without necessarily a budget, but you're still going to have to do a little bit of work, but it might not be as hard as you think. Okay. All right. So you got four simple steps here to find some extra money in that paycheck. Yes. And so the first one is you have to know what your current spending is. And so the idea behind this is you you can't change what you don't know. And so we need a little bit of data before we start off because we don't want to just say, I'm going to start spending less in groceries or I'm going to start spending less on clothing. When in reality, you might not be spending as much as you think you, you are. And so reducing that spending might be really hard, right? And so we're trying to find those easy categories in our life those easy spending areas that we can reduce reduce our spending without it being too difficult. And so on my website, there's a free 90-day expense tracker. You can also just do this by looking at your statements. You can budget, um, or not budget, you can put it in a journal, like whatever your spending is. But basically what you want to do is you want to list out all of your spending from the last 90 days. So this is transactions that have already happened in the past, and you're going to categorize all of them. And you're not, remember, we're not making a budget. We're just saying what it was. So, you know, if you went to Target, it might be clothing, or if you went to Hy-Vee, that might be groceries. And so we're just going to categorize everything that we've spent in the last 90 days. And we're going to see how much money on average we spent per month. Um, And so that's going to be the first step. You're just going to want to know where your current spending is going. And Kelly, I know you've done this exercise in the past. It it can be a little overwhelming, I think, for some people, but how did it go for you? It is a little bit overwhelming because I I basically sat down with my bank statement and I have two different accounts. So I kind of looked at it. It took me a while to figure out what categories to put stuff in. So do I do I combine my groceries with my gas or do I just go groceries here, gas here? Then I put like... uh, television services. I didn't realize how much I was spending on Netflix and Hulu and Spectrum. Um, And then there was like, oh, well, this is something I don't normally spend, but it was way over here. So that was the biggest thing for me. It took me a while to figure out where it was. And then the shocker was, oh my God, I spend a lot of money. I spend my money. Yeah. I I got money. I every I've never met anyone that doesn't find money, Kelly. Even um I've had clients, single moms, one income, you know, trying to just 
make it week to week, but we always find money like wasteful spending because we all do wasteful spending. Even if you're good at budgeting, even if you make a lot of money, we always spend money out of convenience, out of habit, or because we just totally forgot about something and it's on auto repeat and it just gets charged monthly. Right. And so knowing your spending is the first step to truly identifying where, what are some areas that I could spend a little bit less money in? Okay. All right. All right. Move on on then. So next we have, we're going to reassign that money and we're going to use it to actually reach our goals. And so we're going to stay on the paying off debt as our goal for this example. But remember that you can replace paying off debt with, I want to go on a vacation every single month, or I want to save up to put a down payment on a house, whatever your goal is. We're just going to focus on one thing at a time, because when we focus on one thing, we can actually make progress towards that goal versus you know, when we have our money spread out into a hundred different areas, it's a little bit harder to reach all those goals. And so we're going to use that extra money that we found and we're going to reassign it and we're going to put it towards that, for this example, paying off that debt. And so let's say you want to say, I'm going to reduce $10 a month from coffee. Maybe you found $45 a month in those subscriptions that you were just talking about, Kelly. And maybe we'll say, I'll grab 20 bucks a month that I usually spend on restaurants, right? And remember, this is an average of what you spent. So this is already what you're already doing. You're not budgeting with this, with this money. You weren't following a budget before. This is just reducing a little bit of money in your normal house habit, your normal routine. And so you are going to have to make a little bit of a mental note to say, okay, I need to cancel those subscriptions because now this money is going to be going towards paying off my debt, or Mm -hmm. I need to not go to coffee every single week. Maybe there's one day um, or every single week of the month, there's going to be one week that I don't go to coffee and that money is going to be used towards my debt and so forth. And so just by doing the $10 from coffee, the $45 from subscriptions and the 20 20 bucks in restaurants, Kelly, that's already $75 a month that we've identified that we can put directly towards our debt. Yeah. And then it becomes a little bit more fun. Then you're, then you don't feel so hopeless. You're like, wow, okay. I do have a little bit of extra cash here and I can do with it what I want instead of just kind of mindless spending. Oh, I'm tired after work. I, I need to spend $10 on a coffee to wake me up for the rest of the afternoon. I always pick on coffee. I'm sorry, it's just an easy target, but um, I, whatever that might be, it might not be a coffee for you, it might be something else. Kelly, I'm laughing because I also pick on coffee, but I actually really love coffee. And <laughs> so it, it's just an easy example. I think the reason why we pick on coffee is of course, there's that that famous book about why you're not, you know, whatever it is, you're not gonna reach your financial goals because you buy Starbucks. But um, I think <laughs> the lesson with coffee is, is are you buying coffee every day out of convenience? And we've talked about this before, or are you buying coffee every day because it's something that truly brings you joy? And if it's something that truly brings you joy, it's routine. You're in your, you and your spouse take the dog for a walk every Saturday morning and you go and get coffee or you meet your friends there and you network. If that's a part of your life, then we're probably not reducing $10 a month in coffee, right? But if it's because- you woke up late and you forgot to make coffee at home and the coffee at work is horrible. And so you're stopping on the way. Those are the situations that we can take advantage of saving a couple extra bucks in that category. Totally makes sense. And there might all be right. something else. So, all Ex- right. Exactly. And and this is why you have to look at your actual spending. So, which is why it's really important that step one to know your current spending because everybody is going to be a little bit different. And so it might be how often you get your nails done or how often you randomly buy clothing. I'm going to pick on Target because it's an easy one. How often you pick up the random sweater at Target that you didn't even need, but it was really cute or yeah. whatever it is in your life. Um, we're going to find those categories because when you find the categories that it's wasteful spending, and it doesn't really mean a lot to you, it's a lot easier to cut it back than if you're, you know, if you're a big foodie and you're trying to cut back on restaurant spending. And so 
first we're going to know our current spending. We're going to do the 90 day expense tracker. We're going to do 90 days of what our spending is. Then we're going to reassign a little bit of the money and we're going to identify how much money we can put towards that goal. And so this is going to be different for everyone. You might, depending on your, your income, right? And so it might be 75 bucks. It might be an extra 20 bucks. It might be an extra 500 bucks a month, whatever it is, we're going to identify that money. Next step three, Kelly, is we're going to make that extra payment non-negotiable. And this is my favorite part because do you know why? Why? Because I didn't do this for so long. So I was that person. I was that 25 year old. I had 60 plus thousand dollars in student loan debt. I was working a full-time job. Plus I was waitressing four nights a week. And I was always living paycheck to paycheck. And I was always wondering why my student loan debt wasn't going down. I knew I was making my payments every month and I never missed a payment. And I wasn't on any of those um, pay what you can plans. Right. And I was like, this is taking so long. What's happening? And the reason that I wasn't making as much progress as I wanted was because I wasn't making those extra payments and I would wait until, okay, if there's extra money this month, then maybe I'll, I'll see if I can make an extra payment this month. But you yeah. know, plot twist, Kelly, there's never extra money at the end of the month, especially yeah. when you're, when you're worried about debt. And so what we're going to do is we're going to make that extra payment non-negotiable. It's going to be the first thing that you do every single month. And you're going to know that magic number that remember we said $75 for this example towards debt from coffee, from restaurants and from subscriptions. $75, the first of the month, we're going to make that payment on our debt. And that is going to be our extra debt payment. We're still going to make our month, our monthly minimum payment, of course, but that is going to be a non-negotiable number. Nice. And it's going to be, it's done like, okay. And then, so that's the one we have to really remember when we are saving that money from those extra places to remember when we pull into target and go, wait a minute, I don't need another sweater. I've got 576 anyway, not buying it. That money's already allocated for something else. And Kelly, the best part is, is if you already made that payment, you might not have money for that sweater. And so you're kind of helping yourself out, right? If you're already, yeah. when I was, um, when I was trying to pay off my student loan debt, I was promising myself more than $500 a month at one point extra in my payment, because remember I was waitressing and I was single and I was picking up all these extra shifts. And when you're paying an extra $500, $700 a month, um, on your extra debt payments, you don't have that much money to go to restaurants and to go to happy hours. So you become a little bit more creative towards the end of the month, but it's very important to make that payment in the beginning of the month. That way you don't let yourself start making those excuses yeah. of, well, you know, I really do deserve this sweater or we're going to pick on the target sweater again. Right. But um, when you make that a non-negotiable payment, you make it in the beginning of the month and you don't have to worry about everything else. The rest of the month is simply just living off of your income. And that's what step four is it's don't stress about the little stuff. So if you know that you spent more on groceries than you normally do, or you're going on a road trip with friends and you're going to need to put extra gas in the tank, right? It doesn't matter where that money is coming from because you're just living within your paycheck at that point. You're just living with your income because you've already made your debt payment, your extra debt payment. You already know that you're going to afford your minimum payment. You have your whole life. It's going to just keep continuing, but you just have to live within your means moving forward. No credit card debt or anything, but we don't, this is where the no budgeting comes in, right? We're not going to yell at you for overspending in any certain category. You can do whatever you want. You can not even track your spending. All you have to know is how much money is in your checking account, how much money you have coming in for the rest of the month. And you have to just live within your means. Yeah, I like it. So four steps quickly. They start with um, know your current spending. Exactly. Then reassign that money that you discovered to reach a new goal, like cover whatever that payment is. Um, make that extra payment non-negotiable. It's going to be the first thing you pay for that month. 
And then just try not to stress about all the little stuff because you already know that you're getting somewhere, you're accomplishing your goal. Exactly, Kelly. And use tools like the Debt Payoff Planner. We've talked about it before. Um, DebtPayoffPlanner.com, I believe, is their website. And on that website, you enter in the amount of debt that you have. You enter in your minimum monthly payment, your APR, your the term of your loan, all that kind of stuff. But then you can also enter in this non-negotiable extra debt payment, right? And so if we're using that $75 extra per month, we put that in there. And then it tells us when we're going to become debt-free. And Kelly, the rest is on auto autopilot. We just have to pay that $75 a month, and we know exactly when we're going to be debt-free. And then the app, it's also in, on your computer. So you could do a desktop version if you'd like. It'll tell you how much interest you've saved by paying that extra $75 a month. And it'll also tell you how much more quickly you're paying off that debt because you are making that extra $75 a month payment. And so there are tools out there. This doesn't have to be something that you try to figure out on your own or something where you think, ah, 75 bucks a month isn't even going to make a dent in my life, right? It's not going to change my debt. I have so much debt. But if you actually look at the numbers, it might actually be a big game changer and save you a lot of money in the long run. Do you remember that moment when you went, okay, this is where am I, I'm going to start paying this off. Did you start watching it dwindle down or did you have it all charted out? Like if I keep doing this, I'm going to have this paid off in 12 months. So I did find a website that helped me figure out when I was going to become debt-free. And Kelly, when I first started, I was saying to myself, okay, I think I can afford I wish I had this number written down. I think it was around like 200 bucks. I was like, I'm going to pay an extra $200 a month towards my debt and I'm going to become debt free. And that $200 was basically if I picked up two extra shifts, you know, average a hundred bucks a shift yeah. for waitressing, yep. two extra shifts in a full month, I could do that. Right. And so um, I did the plan and I looked at when I was going to become debt free. And I, of course, I wasn't that excited about it, but I was like, okay, here we go. Um, but it was amazing once I actually started tracking my spending and re this is where my budget kind of came in. I started seeing all the waste because you're in the restaurant industry. And so you're going out more and you're spending money on frivolous things and you're tipping 50% because that's what you do. And, and I noticed all the spending that I was doing that could actually go towards paying off my debt. And so wow. that $200 a month that I was paying extra on my, um, on my debt, it actually started to increase over time. It was like I said, $400, $500 was my standard for a long time. It was an extra $500 a month. I was already paying 500 a month. So a thousand dollars and Kelly, by the end of it, I was paying upwards of over a thousand dollars extra per month on my debt. And it wasn't because I made more money. It was just because I was focused. I was so excited. I was motivated. I saw the plan working and mm -hmm. I knew every single penny was going towards that debt. And I saw it every single month reduce and dwindle. And I would I think when I started tracking, I was at around 46,000 worth of debt. And then as I kept going, I saw, oh my God, I'm in the thirties. Oh my God, I'm in the twenties. Oh my gosh, I'm in the teens. And then as that is happening, you are just throwing literally every penny at it. And it's so exciting, but you have to get to that part first. And this is where today's conversation came in. It sounds great. And if people want more information about how to do this, or if they want some helpful finance tips every week, I know that you have your budgeting newsletter that they can sign up for at kellyshowstrom.com, correct? Exactly. Um, go to my website and you'll see you can sign up for the newsletter. If you also sign up for the freebie library, that's where all the tools are, the 90-day expense tracker that we talked about today. Those are all um, going to get you signed up for the newsletter as well. And you'll just get helpful tips and inspirational quotes and videos and everything to help you kind of get back on track with your money. And again, just like we talked about today, some of it involves budgeting, some of it doesn't. A lot of it is just about knowing what your situation is and trying to figure out a plan that works within your money to get out of debt and to actually reach your goals. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Kelly, thank you so much for the tips. It's Kelly Showstrom. KellyShowstrom.com. It's S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M. Kelly is with a Y. K-E-L-L-Y. 
S-J-O-S-T-R-O-M.com. Kelly Showstrom.com.